0: you're listening to entrepreneurial outlaws a podcast for creatives introverts empaths and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms we're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms. The highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode number 36 of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. We are joined today by a very special guest. And I know I say this every time we have a guest on the show, but I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm really excited for you to listen into this conversation. And I mean it every time I say it because my guests are really incredible at what they do. We have these expansive and deep conversations which could go on for so much longer than they do. And I'm just so fortunate that I get to sit down with these, these peers, these friends of mine, and we get to have these conversations, press record, and you get to listen in. These are no different to the conversations that I have on Instagram with friends and peers in the DMs. These are the same conversations I have with friends and peers on Voxer. Um, and you know, the deeper we have these conversations, the more expansive they go. I'm like, we need to sit down and talk about this publicly. And luckily everyone so far has been in on that idea. So today is no different. Today I am joined by Kathy Fregosa of Fregosa's Elite Solutions. Kathy is a money coach and we've talked about money before on this podcast and my my annoyance at six-figure businesses as in I help six-figure coaches or this is my, you know, I'm having a six-figure launch. You know how I already feel about this if you've been listening to this show and if you haven't listened to this show before, hello, my name is Melanie and I really have a... Frustration with six-figure businesses. But today we're joined by Kathy. She's a money coach. And as she says, she helps kids from the 70s and 80s feel good about money without the drill sergeant budget checklist as an 80s baby myself, I'm like, yay, I fall into this category. And she empowers women with their money choices by creating unique, sustainable financial goals. And this is what we're going to be talking about a lot today. We're going to talk about sustainable financial goals. What does that mean, right? What does sustainable financial goals look like when you are an online business owner, when you are a company of one, when you are someone who is you know, still in that very much that kind of growth stage of business. And maybe you don't know, like most of us, we don't know where we're exactly where we're going. We don't have that five-year plan all mapped out. And you know, whilst we plan ahead in certain ways, I think the last 12 months have definitely shown us how we can plan as much as we like, but life is gonna sometimes throw us curveballs. And What she's talking about today is that when life transitions here, no matter what they are, it doesn't have to be a global pandemic, but there can be so many other things that happen, natural stages of life, that you have money behind you, right? You have wealth behind you. So we're going to be diving into this conversation today. We're going to talk a lot about what sustainable financial goals are. We're going to talk about six-figure businesses. I challenged her. I asked some questions that we hadn't planned for, things like I wanted to get her opinion on how she feels about business coaches and i'm using air quotes business coaches and gurus prescribing many many books many books but mostly jensen zero books and i'm not i'm not saying jensen zero but like how many times have you experienced this with a business coach? You're coming up against some kind of money trauma. Or you're coming up against some kind of money mindset block. They are real. Yes, they exist. But the prescription is always a book or a meditation. And it's not to say that these books aren't great or can't be valuable. And it's not to say that meditating isn't valuable. I love it. But what Kathy brings to this is actual coaching. She brings actual coaching and she works through these experiences with her clients to actually look at why do these situations occur and she does it with compassion and we talk about this today's episode and I am so so happy that you get to listen in so this is a slightly longer episode we ended up talking for quite some time no surprise there but you're going to want to grab a notebook If you've got an outlaw notebook, definitely grab that. Um, Grab a drink, put your earbuds in, like whatever you're doing and hit play, because this is going to be a great episode. We're going to talk about money and then you can go and follow Kathy on social media, go and learn more about what she does. Um, Sign up for her email list where she sends out all the goods. And yeah, let's dive into today's episode with Kathy Fragosa. Welcome to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, Kathy. I'm so excited to sit down with you and have this conversation today.
1: Me too. Me too. So happy to be here, Melanie.
0: So, for anyone listening who does not know who you are, could you just take a moment to introduce yourself and your business and what you do?
1: Sure. So I'm a money coach, and but I'm not your typical money coach. You know, I um, help those 70s and 80s kids feel really good about their money without a drill sergeant budget checklist type of vibe, because that doesn't that doesn't flow with me. (laughs) (laughs) I um, I help women um, feel empowered with their money by co-creating unique sustainable financial goals so that when they're going through life transitions they can you know meet them and with no sweat and I'm talking like um deciding to pivot their careers or becoming an empty nester, going through a divorce or even starting a a new online business
0: okay so so many things that where I was like yes like sustainability (laughs) I mean I'm an 80s Baby, uh-huh. so <laughs> I, I I fall into that category, and um, I love how you talk about money and your the way of it, the way you describe what you do um, because I think it's so important. I think especially for the listeners of this show, being business owners, being entrepreneurs, money is such a a big subject. It is a big subject that is discussed but I also think it's been very weaponized in the online business community and so to to talk about money in in a way that feels a bit more expansive is really really refreshing without all of as you put it like the drill drill sergeant rules and and things like that yeah um so I'm really interested because we talk a lot about growing sustainable businesses here on Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And we talk about sustainable financial goals. Um, I know you and I have spoken about this many times off air and, and before, but uh, it's no secret that I have a real bee in my bonnet around the six-figure goal around online business. And I'm, I'm curious what sustainable financial goals are. Look like for small businesses? Sure. So, the end,
1: what I feel that we have a common thread with, well, I'm an entrepreneurial outlaw. I'm just going to say it straight up. I am an outlaw. Um, my name is Kathy, and I'm an entrepreneurial outlaw because I feel that everything, I'm a rebel. I, I'm just, that's my tendency to be like, well, why do we have to do it that way? I feel better doing it this way. Um, And yeah, I feel that a lot of um, business owners, they initially are attracted to that six figure thinking, well, I probably should want this. Like, why don't I want this? Because everybody around me is saying I should, that's the goal. That's where I should be going. Um, When in, actuality when we sit down and we sit with our intuition that might not even be our goalpost you know mm-hmm. um and I think it really has to do you talk about this a lot getting back to um really figuring out what it is that how we want to feel and then mm-hmm. working backwards because we have been conditioned so much through society through our family of origin through our all, all these things that they're so subconscious, we have no idea that they're even um, playing a role in our thinking. And so we just automatically gravitate towards, well, this is what everybody else is doing. So this is this is what I want to do. Um, when, and then we really forget that, you know, in, as early as, were with how you say? Like just in the 60s a woman couldn't even get a credit card in her own name you know so we haven't really had that much time to be empowered with our money ourselves and yet we're supposed to start a business and automatically make six figures like how how how
0: does it how do we make <laughs> that jump in like no time at all no time um, at all Yeah, let's not, let's not worry about any of the things that stand in our way. (laughs) But like, yeah, and, and that is, that is so true. I mean, it's really interesting the way you describe that. Cause yeah, I know as an 80s baby, I often think that 1999 was like, you know, 10 years ago and it really wasn't. (laughs) Um, But there is that, that feeling, you know, because I think, you know, I'm, I am definitely class myself as a feminist and as a feminist, of course, I want to talk about money. Of course, I want to talk about women earning money and wealth. And I want to talk about, you know, especially for people who are using that wealth in really positive ways to impact society as a whole. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't think for me personally, I didn't really think about money in an expansive way until I started my online business. And the only reason that happened is because when I hit online business back in 2015, I mean, that was like the start of... I don't even, I mean, I know people call them like the flebs, like the female lifestyle entrepreneur brands. Mm -hmm. But like that was really the kind of the time where they were gaining speed. And so I guess one of my thoughts around this for a while has, and, and I may be wrong and I would love to. I like to be challenged, so please tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Or don't. I also like to know I'm right, so it's fine. Either way, I'm good. Um, But I'm really curious because when I started my online business, there was some really, like, weaponized language used around money. And one of the things that my coach used to constantly say to me is, you can always make more money. Mm -hmm. Now, from an energetic point of view, I get it. But from a practical point of view, I'm like, okay, but someone has to be there to pay me for the thing that I want to create as well. Right. And so I'm like, there's two sides to the coin, right? There's two sides to it, literally. Um, and at the same time, what I noticed over a, over a period of like three to five years is whenever the money conversation came up, it was the same narrative. And it was often a series of books were prescribed it was like the prescription was go read a Jensen Sarah book. Now I've read the Jensen Sarah books. I don't have any problem with them. But I was like, really? Like, is it is it that simple? <laughs> like, I would right. love to know your thoughts on this. Whether oh. you've seen this as well in communities?
1: Yes, yes. I'm so glad you asked this question because it, it's like something that really kind of fires me up. So I like to to say that you gotta pair the woo with the do. OK, yeah. And I find that in the money coaching industry, there's typically a strong emphasis on one or the other. You know, mm-hmm. you either have um, not knocking him or anything, but you, you have the Dave Ramsey's that are go, 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 go. Like, I mean, you know, this really strong, masculine energy of deprive yourself until you make your uh, meet your goal. And mm-hmm. then you have, yeah, the the sinceros that are, are saying, uh, believe it and it shall happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it, I you really have to combine the two because the woo is really that money, uh, those, um, the money mindset, the things that you are subconsciously doing that you don't even realize you're doing, you mm-hmm. know? Why is it that, um, for some reason, any time that you have a bit of money, it, it's gone in you know a week. And it might be that, because when you were a child, you know, growing up, you saw your parents, um, whenever they had money, there was a lot of arguing, there was a lot of um, just turmoil, and you subconsciously have decided having money is bad, so I shouldn't have money, I'm going to get rid of it. And you're just doing this on autopilot, because that's something that you've, you've always done. Um so it's not just a matter of, okay, now I have identified that I'm just never going to have money. No, how do you fix that? You know, how do you overcome that? You can't just say, okay, I'm going to universe. I I want, I really want to have $500 next week. Well, the next question is, what does it take to have $500 next week? You know, and I think that that piece right there, the do, is what a lot of um, entrepreneurs, as they're starting out, may miss. You know, and I think, mm-hmm. and it, it it's really, um, it, it really saddens me because we're vulnerable when we're first starting out. You know, when you're first starting out in your business, there's a reason you decided to leave a nine to five. It's not typically because. Um, well, sometimes it is. Maybe it's, you know, a very toxic environment and you're just tired of that. And you're like, let me just, you know, go ahead and put up my chingle. Um, but recognizing also, okay, that means that there's not a steady check, paycheck coming in. Um, and so those promises of six figures in 30 days, <laughs> you know, that really entices a lot of people to, and they, and then they come with these um, promises. If you only do X, Y, or Z, I know you and I get really fired up about that. Is It's this sales funnels. It's this uh, online webinars. It's this, you know, and you get so... Drawn into it because you've never had an online business before. You've done different things. So you're very vulnerable and you end up going into debt because you're like, well, maybe I didn't do it right. Or maybe it wasn't that. And then they, you're into this cycle of the shiny object syndrome of it, it's got to be me. No, boo, it's not you. <laughs> it's not you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess like so many things. <laughs> so first of all, yes, I think the permission slip that it's not, it's not, it's not you. It's, it's the system. It's the system that has been created. The the coaches, coaching, coaches, coaching, coaches, coaching, coaches, mm-hmm. um, too many coaches because the industry is so unregulated that, you know, there's so many people just calling themselves a coach and, and not really, being qualified to, to have these bigger conversations. And that's where these prescriptions of like, oh, well, here's like my, my array of, of books by white women that can help you make more money. Mm-hmm. And I think what's, when you were talking, one of the things that, that you mentioned was like, you know, I want to make $500 next week. What does it actually take to do that? Mm-hmm. And that is, to me, the missing piece, because I remember, and I'm, I'm not here to, like, bash Jensen Sierra. I'm just saying that I remember this part of the book where she talks about making $10,000 or something around, like, making $10,000 or booking 10 clients or something. And it was, like, a goal that she was set to do it in 10 days or something. Mm-hmm. And all I remember, I remember reading this over and over again and being like, okay. But there was no real substance there was no explanation of like this is what I did step by step to do this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was very much as you said like the woo like I'm just gonna think about it and it's gonna happen and it's right. like the thoughts can be great like yes positive mindset amazing but you have to do something you have to take action like the manifestation it only happens because you take action based on those like intentions there's Based on those things you want to achieve, right? And I um, think that also, if you're, if
1: you're, you're putting your, yourself out there, you're, you're saying, "Look, God, universe, this is what I want." You have to be receptive to the downloads. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. things. Um, you know it's kind of like that that uh, that story that this is. You know there's a flood and the guy goes on top of his roof. He's like that's okay, that's okay. God got me. God got me. And uh, they come with a rowboat to save him and he's like I, I'm good. God got me. And the helicopter comes. Come on, man. Let, you know you're you're gonna die. And it's like no. God got me. And when he goes to heaven, he's like God, what happened? And he's like what do you want? I sent you a rowboat, I sent you a helicopter. You know and you you just didn't help yourself in that way um so it's kind of the same thing if we're we want something first of all I think it's really really important I hear this a lot from women they when I say what is it that you really want what do you what does your um ideal lifestyle look like for you and It depends on the season too, because we all have our our different seasons. Um, Like I I mentioned before, if you have small children, that's a season. If you're an empty nester, that's a season, you know? um, You just lost your job or you just got a new job. Those are different seasons. So it's going to look differently for each season. And many times they're like, I have no idea. Like, how do you figure out what you want? And again, is because of all this conditioning and we're in the, like you said, the, the business coaching, coaching echo chamber, and we really have to strip it all down, you know? Um, and that's why I love your, um, your journaling, your outlaw journal that's coming out. I can't wait, can't wait to get mine. (laughs) Um, because these, we have to sit, it still with mm-hmm. ourselves and really check in with our intuition and, and find out what is it that we really want um, and how we want to feel. Because one of the things too is when, it, so the reason that I got always got turned off with a whole six figure um, nonsense is <laughs> because I'm a minimalist. I've always, and, and it's just been recently that I have recognized this because even growing up, um, my dad would say, well, so what luxury car is it that you like the most? And which, what what do you want to drive when you, you know, um, make it big, you know, type of thing. I'm like, that doesn't interest me. That really has never been a, a goal of mine. That stuff just doesn't. So if you're, you know, an empath and uh, an HSP, a highly sensitive person, those things may not drive you. So Mm -hmm. you're you're constantly going against what you, how you really are made up. Um, So what, how do you create that sustainable goal? Well, it doesn't have to, you can always, you can start your, your business deciding I'm always going to be a company of one. You know, yeah. I don't have to scale like everyone is telling me I need to. What is it that you, what's your number? What is it that you need to feel comfortable? Like, what are the things that are non negotiables for you? And how much is that going to cost? And, you know, because you, Melanie, well, you and I both know, with when you scale, that's a whole nother level of expenses and responsibilities that maybe, you might not want, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, everybody has a different tolerance for risk. Everyone has a different tolerance for stress. Um, and the one size fits all for small business owners, it, it's a, it, I call BS. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what's so interesting? When I was listening to you just then, I kept thinking, like, isn't it so interesting that? And I'm being somewhat sarcastic, but isn't it so interesting that we actually have to take an individual approach? Like, Mm -hmm. so much of this is and has been formed around the idea that we all want the same thing, that there is only one goal and that there's only one path to get there. Yeah. And I especially know everyone listening. I mean, I'm making an assumption, but you know, I, I, for the most part, I think if you're listening to this show, <laughs> you are calling BS as well, right? You're calling bullshit on this and you're saying already, N- really? No, this isn't, this isn't my, whether you want to make six figures or not, or are making six figures. It's not, it's not about the six figures. It's about the the glorification of what that means. And like, as you were saying, individuals and you said you described yourself as a minimalist and I was like yeah, you know I'm not really fussed about cars like my husband like he's he has accepted that he has an issue with cars like it's a thing <laughs> and it's like it's fine because he can afford it but it's also like doesn't bother me at all mm-hmm, <laughs> I like think it's mm-hmm. not my interest do I want to be able to go to like 10 country music concerts in a year yeah that's what I want to be able to afford to yeah. do and the hotel room the night after so that I don't have to drive back and be exhausted the next day. Like those mm-hmm. things financially are more important to me outside of my business and being able to do those things. And I just kept thinking how in my experience, and I'm sure for many people listening and maybe for yourself as well, much of this conversation around money, similar, similarly to the conversation around business is that it's like a click, right? You have to look certain way. It's like this kind of mean girls vibe of like fitting in. And so you all kind of want the same thing. It's like the narrative of everyone who starts an online, every, every parent who starts an online business so they can be at home with their kids. And I'm like, I didn't start my online business do that. <laughs> like, that's yeah. just not why I started my business or starting your online business. So you could do like the nap time hustle. Like there's so many conversations where it's mm-hmm. like, this is the thing. Um, and so I just love the fact that this is a conversation we get to have publicly and that you are able to share this knowledge because it's so important that everyone listening and anyone else listening in the future understands that you have to do the individual work, right? This, that's the reason I created the Outlaw Journal. You have to do the individual work to figure out what you want and need. No one else gets to decide that. Mm-hmm. Um And what a refreshing idea of starting a financial journey based on what do I need? Like, what do I need? What do I want? What does that look like? Versus just choosing random numbers, Um, which has certainly been my experience. Yeah. And,
1: you know, and I would, I would also add to be compassionate, you know, with, Mm -hmm those numbers, because I think I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. <laughs> and So um, that was always, okay, here's the checklist. This is where I go. This is what I want to, you know, uh, where I'm meaning to go. This is how I'm going to do it. And then if it didn't quite work out that way, beat myself up for it, you know, um, it's, it's really important to understand that that's, that's an intention. I like to reframe words. I don't even like the word goal very much because it feels too heavy for me. Cause I'm like, okay, if I, if I say that this is the goal, this money goal that I want, and I don't make it. And as a recovering perfectionist, that's going to trigger me you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but if i have that and this is this is just me showing how i would walk myself through the journey hoping that maybe this will help some of your your listeners as well you, you we mm-hmm. are so trained to be so very hard on ourselves when we don't fit the mold if we don't want to be a six figure business then there's something wrong with you if you want to remain having your business as a side hustle, there's something wrong with you. If you want to be a minimalist like me, that, that there's something wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with you if this is what you want. This is how you want to feel. This is how you want to show up in the world. And a goal is, or your intention is something so that you have Afford moving because again we can't just say that we want some you know the rainbows unicorns and glitter. You gotta actually have uh, some place to go so you're moving forward. Um, but if you don't along the way, <laughs> along the way, if you hit those bumps, um, make sure that you're compassionate about it because what will typically happen? I've had clients where they're you know gung ho. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and they you know, might blow their budget one um, one month and, and then they're just so very hard on themselves and that's you know that's enough to keep us down. You know, enough to to be like, okay, I can't do this. Yes you can. You got this. It's okay. You just okay, next month I'm gonna be a little bit more aware that this was a trigger and because of that I spent a little bit more in that area than I should have. No problem. It's okay we're moving on you
0: know yeah yeah compassion is definitely it's compassion for myself not for others compassion for myself is definitely something that I am constantly working on um so self-compassion I should say uh so I I get that I think um you know knowing what you want and having the conviction to stand by what you want you know having I guess the values and like belief system behind why this is the right decision for you. And I think that's probably why so many of us have experienced these, these really strange relationships with money in our businesses, because it does feel like high, high, low, low. Mm -hmm. And at no point did we go, this is what we want truly want and here's the reasons why and here's my values behind it and here's the belief system i have about this it's just because there's like this flip side right it's like business coaches trying to help people with their money but not really knowing what to do on the flip side of that we've also got the same probably (laughs) same people using limiting beliefs or money stories as a reason for an objection in the sales process and in the marketing process. Yeah. And so it's like this, you know, it's like you, you, you go through this process of, well, I obviously have these problems with money and this is, this is the problem. This is why I'm not achieving what I want. And then you're trying to fix this thing, but in a really rigid and uncompassionate way. Right.
1: Right. Um, And, and sometimes I think, I mean, and this is it, it. All goes back to, like you, like we were saying, is really getting to know yourself. You know, during COVID, I was still working um, my nine to five job, and so when I was hearing people say, "All this free time, take you know, start <laughs> a new program, learn a new language, do." I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) It was, I I work in HR. So it was like a crazy time for me. And I was able to say, you know what? (laughs) I'm giving myself permission to put social media to the side. Cause right now, and and I call this my soul framework. You know, settle on your bandwidth, optimize your time, utilize your money, so you can live your best life. So oh, I love that, you know, so financial goals with soul. So selling on my bandwidth to my girlfriend, you do not have the bandwidth right now to do one more thing, you know, but you do have the utilize the money part. You do have the money to, to, you know, spend on getting some takeout instead of trying to um, constantly, you know, keep these balls in the air, you know, and and that's the same thing that we need to do with our businesses realizing, okay, take a second, look at all your programs that you're or things that you want to buy to help your business. Are there some overlap? Which program are you buying for business uh, mindset? You know, Um, do you have two or three already in your in your drives that you haven't looked at then maybe you don't need you don't need to spend your money there where's the but you know where do you, can you use those funds to really um enhance where you're at in your business right now and if you but but if you have if you don't have the bandwidth and you do have the money and or time then juggle it, you know, move those, those pieces, because life is not, con- not stagnant. You're constantly going up and down and things change. And unless you uh, implement like our friends Jenna and Ashley over a um, perfect say, unless you implement the ACC awareness, curiosity, and compassion, you're just going to go on autopilot. And that's not what you want because at the end you're you're like oh my gosh i mean fifteen thousand dollars worth of debt for these coaching programs and i never finished one you know um you gotta really really look at i'm already taking two classes i'm putting my my all into these two classes i don't have the bandwidth or time to add two more let me put that to the side maybe next year you know um it, I mean, I just always come back to where are you in those buckets? Because that's going to make a big, big difference.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. don't you think so much of that comes from like ego, mm-hmm. you know, not being willing to identify what your own personal bandwidth is? Yes. Like, <laughs> for, for me, certainly, <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I think, especially in online business, because there's such this, like, this, um, I keep describing it as this, like, sheen, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's all glossy and it's, and there's this sheen over it that it plays on our desire to be successful and feeds our ego, but the, the problem is when we're then in the position where how our, you know not that it really matters but it's almost like what will instagram think mhm yeah right <laughs> yes. and it's such a subtle thing sometimes like you know you you you're having um i don't know maybe you're journaling and and or you're you you have a breakthrough and it's 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 like what's the first thing that comes to mind is so often and I'm done like my hand is raised I'm not sitting here thinking I'm better than anybody else like (laughs) too many times I'm like oh let's just share this on Instagram and a lot of times now I catch myself and I'm like why a why does it matter b does anybody care is this actually useful and this is where the ego plays in because if we're willing to show up and share the things that are good, are we willing to share the things when they're, when they're not so good? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah. think if that's where the trust comes from. And like so much of like that bandwidth and identifying, actually, you know what? No, I just don't have the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I, I'm actually, that's not a priority for me. It's like making those decisions based on what we want to need again, like getting to know ourselves versus what Instagram believes we are so capable of because it's such a high expectation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I heard um, someone say, you know, and this is, this is the crux of it. If you, when we're first starting our online business, I feel like a lot of us, because we haven't. Had an online business before. We're like, well, I I am not an expert. I need to you know follow all the gurus and what they're saying that I should mm-hmm. do. But the problem is, and 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 again with when you're first starting ACC, you don't know. You know, you don't know what you don't know, and it's okay to be curious. But at the same time, understand you don't have to buy into everything that everyone's telling you if you're feeling that little gnawing feeling like I did with one program I was just like okay I'm doing all the things I feel good but I don't feel good you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just like something, you know, I was getting results, but something was just not aligning. And I was like, why isn't this aligning? And I got stuck, you know, and that's what happens when we're going against our intuition. It happens with our money. It happens with our businesses. If we are not aligned, if we're just going on autopilot, we're going to get stuck and it's going to take some, you know, really grounding and finding out, okay, What about this is making you feel uncomfortable? What's what's not right, you know? And for me, it took time, you know, time to, like I said, the permission to just be on on one path for a little bit. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) you know, it was like, and then that's when the creative downloads just start coming down, like from everywhere. It's like, oh my goodness, here it is. This is, this is it, you know? And and I think that that's the, the key. When we're aligned with our values, when we're really moving and in those, where we have like Danielle Laporte says, in our core desired feelings, things flow. It's not a push. It doesn't feel hard. Even though it's tough stuff, you know? It's not like easy. It's not like, um, it, it, it just feels good, you know, um, it's when you're aligned. I, 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 things don't have to be easy. They can be simple. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's, that's what we try to, we we tend to overcomplicate it by, by saying, well, I'm not, I'm just, you know, I'm just not fitting this picture. It must be me. No, it's not you. It's that you're, you, you instinctively know Something is not aligning with your values and that's what's causing the problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so much of this comes back to feeling and values. And I just think that's so important. I think it's such an important conversation to have, um, to allow money to feel less weaponized, less Mm -hmm. of a... The, just to have the conversation without it being this sales pressure without the, the, with all the other expectation that can come with it. And I think that's really, really important. Um, so I want to, I want to change a little bit of a direction because you touched on just now, you talked a little bit about like the time and, and your experience in a program that you'd invested in. Um, and so I would love, because you have a story as we, I, I talk about this all the time. Like everyone has a story that they needs to be able to share unapologetically. Um, and I am so curious, like what your, intre- what your entrepreneurial journey has looked like and how you found yourself running your business. Cause you're also still working full time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So ever since I, I, I can remember, I always had this thing of, I, I just wanted to be, have my own business. I, I felt it like, I wanted it so bad, but I was scared I'll be quite honest. I was, I was like, well, how am I going to, um, I, I had a, at the moment at that time, my uh, first husband had some health issues and I always had to have a job that, you know, provided health insurance. So in, in a way I feel like it was my excuse. It was mm-hmm. my excuse. I'm going to say it straight out because I started, um, my, uh, brother-in-law at the time needed um, some help with his books and i started doing some bookkeeping for him and i liked it I, it was it was good we were it was fine everything was okay and then he wanted to refer me to other um other friends of his and I was like no I can't <laughs> i just stopped it and i was just like what is that about and, like years later i'm asking myself what was that about i was just scared out of my mind. And um, 2018, I was um, in in a role, and I was not happy. <laughs> and I said, you know what, it's time, I'm going to I'm going to do it. And because um, I have a finance background, and I had done bookkeeping before I was like, low, like hanging fruit, this is where I'm going to go. But as I was in doing the bookkeeping, I was like, you know, what I really enjoy is talking to my clients which were mostly women about what they can do to help them grow their business and and help with their money and I kept coming across these things of you know things that they just weren't getting and just talking it out was enough for them to be like oh 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 what's that you know and so that's how I decided no what I really want to do is money coaching but um so the programs that that I went in, I was like, but I don't, I don't know. I I rather just work online because I, I still am growing this thing. Um, I need to to get the programs, <laughs> get the programs, and they weren't cheap. They were not cheap, and but I, I went full all in because, and this is funny. I don't know if you follow any ramp, but I'm an eight, which is really weird to me i've done it quite a few times and i'm just like at eight seriously i don't think so <laughs> it's, it is like this like but but when i think about it as a kid and, and that's the thing that that is the thing you know when you think of yourself think of that little kid that you were before you got conditioned by everything around you i was raised in a very conservative um denomination, Christian denomination. And I just felt like it was, all of me was stripped away, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So when I got into online business, they're telling me, you need to do IG stories. You need to do Facebook lives. You need to do, and I'm like, hold up. (laughs) I've been invisible my whole life. What are you Mm -hmm. talking about? You know? And they're telling me that this is what I need to do in order to be successful. And I'm like, okay, gonna do it, Mm hmm gonna do it, yep, gonna do it, and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it, (laughs) I couldn't, because it's just, again, I had to get over something, and honestly, Millie, I still don't feel comfortable with it, you know, Um, I am fine speaking live, Uh, I've done, you know, plenty of workshops, but something about being on camera (laughs) where i can't interact with the audience it just feels unnatural to me that's probably my introvert thing but it it just mm, just doesn't feel good but everybody is saying all my coaches are saying if you don't do this you're not going to grow your business so that was the the part that was really hard for me because again i'm like i'm doing the things oh and that was another thing one um coach was trying to tell me if I did these all these things that I would have all these followers and all of this stuff on social media and I would I, I turned to the girl next to me and I said because she was supposedly the testimonial and I said how long did it take you to get your your follow like where you're at now and she's like oh well um it was pretty pretty quick how long did it take <laughs> And she says, well, it's about, you know, six to to eight months of consistent action. I was like, exactly. Why isn't this coach saying this? Because she's making it sound like all we have to do is post, um, you know, five times a week or, you know, seven times a week consistently. And we're going to have this amazing growth in a month. And that's not, it's not true. You know anything that you do consistently is going to give you results, but it's always going to be work and it's going to take time. And that was what I and I, I, I that's my BS meter <laughs> kept going off. And after a, a few programs like that, I was just like, Mm-mm, "I'm I'm done. I have to." Okay, what do you want, Cat? What is it that you want out of your business? How do you want to serve your clients? And what do you feel good doing? And that's my one-to-one client work. Um, I also co-coach in a collaborative type, um, the Empowered Sisterhood group. Though that is what lights me up, and that's where I'm going to keep going. You know, um, but and, but I remember you saying something about the gurus and um, kind of feeling some sort of way about talking badly about the gurus. I had this one program and they still have the, uh, Facebook group. And I tried, I really tried to go back in and I'm just like, Mm-mm, no, this is, and I tried. I was like, but, but never n- no, it just, it just doesn't work anymore. And, um, I think that's, that's the key, key component. I think For all of us, um, not even on a business level, but just on a personal level, we're not putting up with the same bullcrap, you know, we're, we don't, again, we don't, don't have the bandwidth to deal with dumb stuff and stuff that just doesn't align. And it's almost like a, no, 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 like a repulsion. Now, Mm. when I hear something that doesn't align with my values, I'm like, okay, deleting, I just can't. I can't anymore. This
0: does not yeah. work for me. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, um, I, I, I think I go on a deep dive and dig into it and I want to know and I want to, I'm like, what is this person doing? And then I'll like, then I'll delete them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I want to like have proof and evidence first. Um, yeah, I, I think that, so many of these, I mean, so hang on, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts. I want to go back to, <laughs> you were talking about the the growth, right? You were saying about the the growth and, and like the star student, the testimonial and like, well, how long did it take you? Mm-hmm. And it's like, also who's to say that five or seven times a week is like every person's version of consistency because consistency mm-hmm. doesn't have a specific number attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just you know the way that it it's been it's like consistency means doing something consistently it doesn't mean all the time or there is no prescription so it's it's you know that's that's really it's really frustrating because it's really hard for us as individuals as well to kind of unpack that and move away from the consistency for consistency's sake yeah um And because there are so many other options as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and again, the guilt and shame that goes along with, Mm. I really should, and and what happens, this is a creative endeavor. So, you know, posting content, creating content is, you have to be creative. And if you have this huge, like heavy weight on you that you have to have something good, even if you're content batching, you know, it's very difficult to come up with I mean I, it is for me I'm sorry <laughs> it's not for everybody else but <laughs> I'm like it's I when when it flows oh my word it's 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 on <laughs> it's on like and Kong, but when it isn't I'm I'm like stuck I'm very stuck and just hearing that idea and, and yes that was one of the things that that was told that like, you you just you You know, you have to post every day and you have to find out the optimal time to post. And it was, it was just too much. (laughs) I didn't go into business for this, you
0: know? Yeah,
1: That's not, it it wasn't fun anymore.
0: No, and isn't that so important? Like it wasn't fun anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that so many people listening can resonate with that of the fact, I mean, they can resonate with a lot of it, but definitely with the idea of, you know i think when we start our businesses it is so fun and it, and it and it's fun because it's exciting and it's scary and we don't know what we're doing and we don't know what the possibility is but everyone's telling us there's so much possibility mm-hmm. and then at some point and i describe this as your um your fuck this shit, fucking shit moment mm-hmm. like you're like in business where it's just like this isn't fun anymore. Yep. <laughs> and it doesn't happen to everyone, but it's like a lot of people, especially people who I work with and probably a lot of listeners, you're like, I would rather burn my business to the ground than do this, mm-hmm. than play this game, which is ironically the same thing I basically felt when I was in corporate. I would rather, like, I'd rather quit than play this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is you're told that it's you right and it's you know it's it's just it's like you were saying and it's just it's not you you're not the only one which is why I, I you know I love having these conversations because I think it allows everyone just to feel a little bit more heard and hopefully a little bit more safe I think again you know safe spaces, safe spaces have been weaponized but um, I think as far as I'm concerned like if, if, if people can resonate with these conversations and and hear that they're not alone in some of the feelings or thoughts they may have had at some point, then that allows everyone just to feel a little bit more at peace with their own process and their own journey.
1: I, I Absolutely. And I'd, I'd like to also invite listeners to, if you're hearing a coach tell you, oh, that's a money block, that's a money block, and you just need to work on that money block, and it's just not... It's not hitting for you. It's not a money block. (laughs) It isn't. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. I got to tell you. I was, I can't remember who, well, I don't want to. <laughs>
0: just, um, call you can out, name but. names if you want to name names. I have no problem. <laughs> I was <laughs> um
1: every everything I love all her stuff, but I was just like, no, that's not true. Um Denise Duffel Thomas. I love her. Oh, yeah. She does the children and, and everything else. And she was just saying kind of that same thing. Um, if you don't want to if you're Having trouble um, with the idea of becoming wealthy? Th- there's something wrong with you, like something to that to Not in those words, but basically, I was just like, "No, again, I'm a minimalist. That doesn't that doesn't light me
0: up." You know, it just and also it. define wealthy. Yes, wealthy <laughs> is subjective. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, so that that's again is. I would, but, but I will also say if I was at the start of my entrepreneurial journey, I would have been like, I must have a problem with this. This must be what it is. This is why I'm not making more money. Well, money was never the the goal, you know? Yeah. So, th- so, yes, I would, I would highly encourage everyone to, to make sure that, you're, you're putting that bullshit lens on on the filter on anybody that you're listening to because and, and even even me with my, with my clients, when I'm working with them and I say, um, say something, I will ask them, how does that resonate with you? Is that how is that landing? You know, I am not the expert on you. You're the expert on you. And what works for you may not work for someone down, you know, someone else. Same demographic, same, same thing, same, same conditions, but you are uniquely you. And that's why your financial goals have to be your financial goals. And throwing a partner in that mix, oh girl, girl, <laughs> we're talking, oh, and, and that's what I help with because that's about learning how to communicate with your partner in a way that they can understand where you're coming from and you understanding where they're coming from. That's, it's a lot. It, it, it's hard.
0: I just, I, I wanna just say, can we all stop putting these people on pedestals? Yes, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's <laughs> stop paying. And I, right, look. I, I don't know why, you know, I'm like, let's name names, but I'm like, who am I trying to protect? I'm not trying to protect anybody. I'm like, let's just stop putting these people on pedestals and assuming that they know everything because you know what they don't. They know. And as right. you just said, they don't know you. Right. Right. <laughs> this conversation has just been incredible. I can't believe how quickly time has gone. And it's about time where I ask every guest the most important question of every episode, which is, Kathy, what does being an entrepreneurial outlaw mean to you and your business?
1: An entrepreneurial outlaw means to me and my business going against the flow because I know what feels best for me and recognizing I'm going to be curious I'm going to experiment but if it doesn't feel good I'm stopping that shit I ain't doing it (laughs) it's like that Mm -hmm. shit
0: (laughs) yeah I love that (laughs) yeah and I think that's so important because just another thing is like being out loud to change your mind and 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 knowing yourself, which has been a big theme of this this conversation, right? Getting to know yourself, getting to know your wants and needs, identifying what that is, and then making decisions based on that. And I know you've done a lot, a lot over the last couple of years in your business. And yeah, I just think that's so important. I am so grateful for you to coming on the show. Can you let everyone know where they... Can find more of you where they can learn more about what you do and your business, um, where they can engage with you wherever that may be, and uh, we'll make sure that we also link everything up in the show notes. Absolutely. So, my social
1: media platform of choice is Instagram, and you can find me at Fergosa's Elite Solutions. And I have a newsletter. That's where. You get all the goods. Um, so if you go to my website, com, you can sign up for the newsletter. You can see some old blog posts there. And um, you can, we can connect uh, through there or DM me on Instagram. We could talk through there as well.
0: Perfect. Okay, so we will link Kathy's, Instagram and website and everything up in the show notes. Make sure you go and check her out um, and learn more about what she's doing because at the end of the day, especially as business owners, we're not just we're not just making an income. We like we we're, we're making it on our own and it's it's as I said so far on this episode, it's it's been so weaponized over time. So um, make sure you go check out Kathy's work and it's and learn more about how to pair the woo with the do. And really get to know what you want and need in your business as well. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Kathy. It's been it's been so much fun sitting down with you and having this conversation. Um, and I'm so glad we got to press play and put it into everybody else's ears. Thank you, Melanie. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a great conversation, and I am so grateful for Cat to come on the show and to discuss discuss money and finances in this very honest and somewhat realistic way, you know, being able to discuss money without all of the expectations or without the glorification of six-figure businesses and what it means to be a quote successful entrepreneur. I am so happy that we got to have that conversation. I knew it was going to be amazing and I hope that you really enjoyed what I think was a big permission slip, right? You know, I think it was a really big permission slip for us to be able to know that we can have financial goals and that we can work towards those financial goals without so much pressure from other people and that they get to be ours and unconditional as well, which is great. That was such a cool conversation. So, Make sure you check out the show notes and follow Kat. Sign up for her email list. She's such a great storyteller, and I really enjoy getting her emails. And before we sign off for today's episode, I wanted to keep you updated on a few things. So we are officially, well, kind of officially in summer, I guess, here in the UK, and we are going to be scaling back the number of episodes over the next three months. So June, July and August, you will still get new episodes of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. We are going to be doing two episodes per month and then diving back in come September, right before we celebrate our first birthday, which I am very excited about and already planning. So stay tuned for that one. But Over the next three months, we will be taking some much needed rest. We have been recording weekly for the last year and it's been such an incredible journey but this summer is going to look a little bit different to last summer. And so we're going to be putting out two episodes a month. The next episode will be coming out, episode 37 will be coming out on June the 17th. So make sure that you have subscribed to Entrepreneurial Outlaws so that you will get all of those episodes as they come out. And if you aren't already following us over on Instagram, make sure you come follow us, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws. And make sure you get space on our, Email list because every single time there is a new episode, I send out an email covering some of the topics that we discuss. And I always share with you a little bit about behind the scenes, especially if you have a guest or maybe my thoughts on the episode as I listen back or go back to that that topic. So make sure you go over and sign up for our Outlaw Manifesto Um, over in the show notes that will put you onto my email list. You'll get a copy of the Outlaw Manifesto and you'll be ready to go for this summer. So I really hope that you have enjoyed this conversation today with Kat and that you will make sure you tune in for our next episode, which is episode 37 coming out in a couple of weeks. We are going to be talking about boundaries, which is something that I am always working on and hence the stepping back over the summer. (laughs) I'm actually honoring my own boundaries and allowing myself to make a decision that feels really good and feels very aligned with what I want to work on over the summer, because right now I am working on a couple of projects, including the next Outlaw book. And that requires a lot of creative energy. So we are going to be not only honoring our own boundaries, but we're going to be having this conversation in, in a couple of weeks. So make sure you check in for that episode, episode 37, and we will see you next time. Until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community. And together, we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanynights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the doubt on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time outlaws.